Hello, and welcome to the Profitable Practice Podcast with me, Andrea Maxim, naturopathic doctor turned healthpreneur. And every week, I'm bringing you no-nonsense, no-BS, actionable strategies to create a practice that is not only profitable, but fully sustainable by you. If you're an action taker like me and want to create a practice that is profitable, then you've come to the right place. Hey everyone, thank you again for listening or watching another episode on the Profitable Practice Podcast. This episode is going to be talking about how you need to be using video to your advantage. Now, I'm going to say this in the interview as well, but this was actually where I started all of my marketing from, which is actually the main reason why I even found James Wedmore in the first place was because I knew that YouTube was one of the best free sources of free advertising that we can monopolize on. And now that YouTube and Google are linked, it also helps you rank better on Google. So I created my naturopathic healing YouTube channel I think way back in 2011 when I first graduated from the college and I try my best to put new videos out every week I can't say that I'm the best at that but it's amazing how much video and how far video can go so what you're gonna learn from my friend Julia is exactly how to put together and craft a really great intro video an intro video is going to be introducing yourself and your services as well as your clinic, as well as how long your video should be for the right amount of engagement, how to craft the beginning, middle, and end section of the video, and then how to use keyword searching or SEO tools to help drive people to those videos. Now, the most important thing I have to have to stress here is it's wonderful to get a couple hundred thousand likes or a million likes or views on a video, but if you're not converting those people to actually book in with you in your office or you're not offering a call to action or something along those lines, then you're missing out on a big opportunity here. So if video is something that you want to get into, which I highly, highly recommend because it does allow for a much higher level of engagement with your current and future patients, then you need to make sure that you're offering a good quality call to action at the end of every video. Either book in with me here, check out my website, download this free um, lead magnet that I've created by going to this link. All of those things have to be included. But I don't wanna take away all the good stuff because that's why I brought Julia on. So let's get to that interview right now. Hello, Julia. It's so nice to see you again. Thank you so much for coming on to the Profitable Practice Podcast today. I am so pumped to have you on because you're basically taking my whole journey full circle. So when I first graduated from naturopathic college, I didn't know how to market myself at all. And for me, it was YouTube videos were the very first thing that I started to do. And I know this is what you specialize in is creating amazing videos for practitioners just like myself who want to set themselves up a little bit higher than the competition and get their sort of their education and their style and their personality out there. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Hello. So um, basically, I have been working in um, marketing, general marketing, before I started my journey on video marketing business. And uh, one of the reasons I started working with YouTube, because I saw that it was so much more flexible and um, bringing so much more results to my clients. So I started focusing just on video and uh, it's actually interesting that you brought up you know like um, how you started your journey because how I started my business actually is um, a contract that I had with a health clinic and spa which was very interesting like I, I really I worked on many different aspects of their business but one of them was media and it was really successful so I just decided that's it I'm gonna start my business 
And, and let me take a step back here because I'm going to properly introduce you. Number one, guys, I met Julia while I was in Laguna Beach with James Wedmore. We're part of his um, Business by Design beta group. And not only did I meet Julia there, we actually shared a bed for the entire two days. <laughs> and that was at our Airbnb. And we got to connect that way. So it's amazing how people come into your life in all these different places. I'm going to officially introduce you, Julia, for those people that don't know who you are. As far as I know, she is the woman when it comes to online marketing using videos. But just to backtrack here, so Julia Vorenstova is the founder of Kakadu Media and an SEO expert with over seven years experience in the marketing industry. She currently teaches how to create effective marketing videos for business through Langara College's continuing education department and hosts regular workshops for business owners in the health and medical field. She has learned video SEO from top industry experts in California and was awarded the Local Video Marketer Competition Prize as the most improved local video marketer in 2015. Amazing. Julia Thank you. Has, <laughs> Julia has worked on projects in both China and Canada for small to medium-sized businesses. She is fluent in four languages, including Mandarin and Ukrainian, and is passionate about socially responsible advertising. So this is why I knew I had to bring you onto the podcast, because this is all the stuff that people are trying to do, and it's really hard to do it well. So give us a breakdown on... You know, let's just take a step back from where the medical professionals are. I love that you work with health and medical people. So where do you think that people really aren't taking advantage of online marketing and such to help generate more revenues in their practice and get more patients without spending a bundle on marketing? Thank you so much. I think I will basically just give you like a few examples from the first slide I've been working with because... That is like one of my best case studies because they doubled their revenue in four and a half, less than five months. And they, they have seen tremendous results. But one of the things that they were not paying attention to is basically giving the client options. We assume so much when we're inside our business that people know what we do. And actually, they don't. Many of the clients, they don't know what you can offer them and what they actually need. So what I see very often is, um, and in that particular clinic as well, when the clients came over and I was observing, the uh, the receptionist basically just said, like, here are our services, whichever we want to choose, this is on special. Right. <laughs> and that is, not, that is not how you build a successful business. You need to know, like, you need to try to understand the client if you don't know them yet, and uh, if you already know them and you know what they're struggling with, explain why it would be best for them. This is why I love video, because this is a controlled environment where you can offer what you, what you want when, when you can, like when you want, and um, explain in clients' words, knowing what they need, why they should be going for the services. If I have stomach problems, maybe I should uh, take advantage of this nutrition plan. Or maybe if I have, uh, you know, back pain, maybe there is a, something else I should do. It's, it might be not what is on special, but it might be something that gives your client amazing results that later they will never forget and they might refer their friends and relatives. And again, you need to ask them, do you know somebody else who's struggling with this? Mm -hmm. Without asking you never know. Like, they might not even think about it. But if the, if you ask, it's just like those little things. If you ask, they might think, yeah, actually, there is somebody else. And with this client that you're working with, what was their business like before starting to create these videos with you? And then what happened afterwards? So um, I heard that um, they were saying that many clients did not realize what they could actually offer. So they had actually really interesting, I think 40% of their sales came from existing clients that were able to refer friends and relatives and come back for additional treatment because they said like, yeah, 
uh, I've been doing this, but I didn't realize that you can offer something else. Let's try that. And when they were featuring something, you know, for they had um, events that worked really well, like for friends and families, they were repurposing YouTube videos for newsletters and sending them out to, you know, existing clients who whose email information they had. And those worked really well as well, because, you know, we all want to care about our family. And if we see something that we, we can see value in, people also brought lots of, you know. Um, friends and family members like those days were packed and what is it about video that you find converts I don't want to say better but converts so well compared to a blog or a social media post what is it about video that people just find so engaging and attractive um, a few things but I think one very important thing that people don't realize it's you who's available it's you as a person People are drawn to people naturally. So even though you might not be ideal, but guess what? So is everybody else. So people are drawn to people. They want to see a human being. They want to see if, you, if, they can, if uh, they can trust you. If you're an expert, what can you offer them? Because they deal with you eventually. So this is the main thing. And uh, how it's different from blogs and other information online there it's just not as much fun because if you're just reading read an article uh, it's not as much fun if we can just watch a video it's um, much easier for us to consume this information because we have all we have the here you know we can listen we can watch we can read the body language all that information it's much easier for us to consume than just reading the text and I can say from my own experience, and I don't do the fancy SEO stuff that you could do, so I can only imagine how many views I'm missing out on, but I will have patients hear about me from their colleagues, and then they'll go and search me. They'll Google me, yes. and we know that YouTube ranks high on the first page of Google, so then my videos come up, and then people will watch my videos, and they'll say, you know what? I loved seeing you I loved your personality I felt like I already know you so by the time they come into my office they already feel like we've developed a relationship and this is something that I don't think you know two-dimensional text can offer I mean sure you can write the way that you speak and I definitely do that but there's something about seeing the individual across from you and listening to how they describe things it really does enhance the connection that you're making with current as well as future patients, would you agree? Absolutely. I had actually a really funny experience a couple of weeks ago. So I have been doing my live videos and other videos, and apparently there was this one person. We had common friends on Facebook, but um, after some time, he just messaged me like, I think I, I need to talk to you about some video services. And so we met and we just went straight to like what, what he wanted to do and stuff like that. And then maybe like 10 minutes later, he's saying, did you realize that we actually never met in person? And I'm like, what? Are you kidding me? <laughs> and, and he's like, yeah, we actually never met in person. But it felt like we already knew each other for ages. Yep. And I kind of assumed that we already had a conversation because we had those common friends. And, but that's, that's the magic of video. I can say for myself as well, like when I'm going to like this event that uh, we met at in California, I only could recognize those people whose video I have seen. Right. So that's, that's definitely something special about it. Now, if I wanted to go out and make the perfect, let's say, intro video, a video just about me and trying to engage my patients to book in with me, number one, where do you see that people that are doing it are failing? Like, what is it about their videos that you know this is why it's not converting? Uh, the main, the very main thing, it should not be about you, even though it's about you. Okay. So please describe. <laughs> so very often, uh, very often people, like not as often as like one year ago or two years ago, but still some people start with my name is, and I'm doing this and stuff, stuff like that. I can tell you on video, people don't really care who you are in the first like five seconds. So 
if you just start with their name, with your name, you probably lose them right away. Okay. So um, you, as a specialist in your field, you probably have patients and um, you have heard some great feedback about some something that you do. What are those things? How were you able to help them? How did, did they describe your service? Then you can just start probably from, you know, what kind of problems you help people with and maybe how you're different from somebody if you're different or how have you been able to help with using your customer's language. So one thing I'm definitely very, very specific and strict about is using customer's language in the video. I think it's a, like it's a must, not just in video, but like ideally in your website copy and everything that you do, but in video for sure, absolutely for sure, if you want to have them engaged. So let's just say I'm just starting out. I don't know, I don't have patience. They haven't given me that language that you're talking about. How would you coach a new practitioner to say, okay, you may not have like the exact verbiage, but this is what we can do to make this video amazing. Like walk through what the steps are of creating a really great video. Sure. So first of all, um, I think like most important are three parts of your video. So I think first part of your video is what kind of problem you're solving and for who. So people can relate. So, for example, I, um, hello, I, I can help with, uh, you know, if you have any digestion problems, I'm going to be able to help you with natural herbs. Then you can introduce yourself and yeah, as you describe what kind of problem, like a digestion problem. So if you are, you know, a female age between like 35 to 55 and you are busy working and not always have like lunch or breakfast or something like that, this is something you might be able to consider. Listen how, how, how it's changing the conversation already. You're automatically thinking like, am I in this yes. category? We automatically try to categorize ourselves. Am I A or am I B or is it for me or not? So then as you have described who it is for and what kind of, um, what kind of problem it is and who it's problem for and you you know, um, introduced yourself, you can um, say maybe a couple practical steps that they can do on their, on, you know, on their own, like certain things like healthy diet and using this and this in your diet can help you naturally. Yep. But if you want some more help and guided holding hand help um, and maybe some nutrition advice, you can come over and I'd be happy to serve you. Right. So, so call to action. Absolutely. And that's the other thing that I find a lot of people are missing is that call to action at the end. But you have to get them to the end to have them hear the call to action. Exactly. So that's why you should be offering that little bit of advice because anytime you can, as we have identified the problem and we realize is it for me or not, then we, if we hear, you know, an opportunity to get some free advice, everybody will take it mostly. Most of the people will take it. And then, um, Call to action is also art. So when you think of call to action, don't think of call to action just something like share it, like it, subscribe, call me, get my services. Uh, think of it in a way that call to action is a step that brings your client closer to the goal. Is, is it something that can bring them closer to the goal? It's not necessarily always come to my office to see me but even if it's come to my office to see me how is it bringing them closer to their goal so if you have described that they have this digestion problem they can take some, some steps on their own but logical next step would be to come and see you for nutrition advice but in some cases it might be you know share this video if this is one of your newsletter videos share this or tag people who might have this problem in this post or anything like that. Something that bring, brings them closer to the goal. 
And how long do you find a successful video should be? Because we also know people have very short term, like short attention spans. That's right. Um, I would, I would um, say it's a little bit different if you're sending this for like a newsletter video because people are, you know, more ready to get information in the newsletter versus your advertising video or like a video on your website, like introduction video. For introduction video, I would say aim for 60 seconds. Okay. Oh, that's and short. never and never do it more than 90 seconds. So what I find helps most of the time is people aim for 60 seconds and end up with 90 seconds. Right. But if you aim for 90 seconds, it's going to be about three minutes and it's way too long. Like there is no way anybody's going to watch a three minute introductory video. And how about a newsletter video then? So it, now we're nurturing. A newsletter video, I would say make it as short as you need to get the message across. But overall, I would say like two and a half minutes is like some something average. But if there is just no way to, you know, explain what you want to explain in less than 10 or 15 minutes, go for it. And that just comes with a good summary, right? Just hooking Absolutely. them in the beginning to say, okay, you know, this is what I'm talking about. These are the five steps I'm going to go over yes. to help you heal. And then your call to action at the end. Absolutely. And when you think about timing, never rely on yourself to manage the timing as you go. Uh, without planning, it's never going to happen. So plan in advance. <laughs> so that was going to be my next question is now execution. So we, we know what we need to do. How do you get your clients to make the perfect video? Do you have them script everything ahead of time? Like what equipment do I need? How could I do this on my own like after this call? Absolutely. So uh, like the preparation steps normally for, for me, it's a little bit different if it's like a YouTube video versus uh, an introductory video. So for introductory video, I would send a few questions um, in advance talking about, you know, the strengths, how they're different in the industry, what kind of problem they solve, something that I have uh, brought up a little earlier. Uh, for YouTube video, I'm using a slightly different structure, but like with a, with a similar um, moments like, uh, you know, problem solving, I would just add like the steps in the, in, in, in the middle and make it a little bit more engaging and talking about equipment, um, for YouTube videos, really, you don't need too many fancy things. You can just start with your iPhone and a tripod, yep. you know, get one of those iPhone holders to mount it on your, um, tripod and, that's all that's all you need that's all you need. don't really like sometimes we think like oh i cannot release this video without uh, you know having all that equipment see how many people are already successful and this is just what they do just have on videos yeah. so if if we just think like it's not about it's not about you it's not about you as a person it's for the people it's for helping this is why you guys are in this industry because you like helping people improving their lives so if you look at making videos from this perspective it totally changes it like if you want to help people do you think about what kind of camera you use like you know how lighting is gonna come out like are you going to be happy with how you look on camera and stuff like that no you won't i had um very interesting story a little bit unfortunate story actually about naturopath a girl amazing girl naturopath she has been helping so many people i've heard about a couple of um, patients she's been helping like they would not really live like a full normal life without her but and she actually has like i think like seven or ten videos on youtube and they're unlisted oh she no does not, yeah <laughs> like i'm like why why are you keeping it in there and she's like oh they're just not good enough and stuff like that I'm like it's not about you and she she was telling herself like oh no I'm not quite finished with my blog my website is not quite ready I probably need to prepare a little bit more you know like emotionally come together to be ready for this so no you're good you're good already if you can help somebody why would you hold on for it that's right and how often do you think people should be making YouTube videos and posting them on their channel? 
Um, I would suggest to start with one video per month. And uh, just because if you start doing like weekly videos, then because you just started, it takes more time and energy out of you, just not be able to keep up. So start with one per month. When you get comfortable with that, do one in two weeks. And of course, ideally, I would say like once a week. Once a week is really good. Now, I see like beautifully edited videos and they have it from all these different angles and everything looks so professional. I obviously am not going to necessarily create that on my own. But is this something that you find people really need to get that engagement where it has to be so well done and so perfect? And, you know, as I said, like zoom in for a little bit and then zoom out. Do you find that that makes a huge impact or is that, again, just another thing that people are doing because they think people need to see that? I think it's more about how, um, like, who is comfortable with what. I don't really think that from engagement perspective, uh, well-created, like, flawless video performs better than an iPhone video. I mean, I mean, like, when I say an iPhone video, you can do a really good iPhone video still. It's just how much, how much energy... I would say like energy is the most important thing in it. Like it doesn't matter how, how beautiful it is and all that stuff. You can make an amazing video with an iPhone. You can make a very amazing energetic video with camera. It's not about the quality. I have seen for the absolutely same company um, videos that were made like on iPhone for fun versus like video that they have produced um, with very nice budget performing not as good as the iPhone video and with advertising. And I think when you're trying to make it perfect, people start to feel that, like they feel that it's not as authentic. And I yeah. think audiences are connecting with authenticity, not perfection, would you agree? Exactly. This is why actually um, I do not script the videos for like the intro videos. I never script them. So okay. Sometimes people are surprised. That exactly because of this, because when you when you start thinking like, what am I saying right now? You just lose this momentum. You lose the connection with your audience. So if I'm just getting started, let's say I'm either redoing my business or it's not where I want it to be. What are the top three tips that you could give me to help me like start my business or get my business up and going? Yep. So uh, the very first thing I would do is, uh, you know, think about your offerings. Think about your offerings and uh, understand, like, who would, like, what would be the person that you can cater those offerings to versus just having them on paper. So, you know, client A would need some of the services I offer, client B and client C, something like that. You might already have that. Uh, second thing is make sure you have presence that well represents you online. So if this is, you know, if, if you know you're good at, diff you know, certain things, like let's get back to like, you know, the digestion problems. Mm -hmm. Like you, if you want to position yourself as a digestion expert. So you definitely can do that with a video by sharing how you're able to help people. And um, so you, when you do this video, and you know to those questions like problem questions and call to action, you then can um, go use keyword tool. You can find how to use keyword tool online and uh, see what actually people are like when they're looking for a digestion expert in your city. What how they are searching for this? Are they searching for you know Toronto digestion expert uh, or something else? And then you can actually include that in your title of your video to make sure when people actually search and like you have just described when people search you that they're able to find you with your video and then people think like the more you keep up with doing your work you build your presence like I have been meeting this client um, last week and I give him my business card and he's like oh I remember this logo I have seen some of your videos yeah. like when I'm looking for this and this I keep seeing you so this is ultimately what you want to do is, you know, create videos about different topics that are related to this. It doesn't have to be 
can, they can be, some of them can be local, if you're looking for local clients. Some of them can be just uh, problem-specific. Both are going to be helping you. You can incorporate them in your blog. If you have a blog about, you know, healthy recipes, and then you can create this video about, you know, helping with digestion through healthy diet. You can just add that in your blog. It's going to help your blog, going to help your website ranking, and help build your authority online. So, so that's, sorry, that's the no, no. second tip. Um, and the third tip is repurpose your videos. By repurposing, I don't mean like, you know, download the videos from Facebook, upload them to YouTube. It's not like the ideal thing, I think. Sometimes it might work, but not necessarily. But if you already have YouTube videos or you're creating ongoing YouTube videos, use them in your blog, use them in newsletters, um, create videos that would, you can even like kind of uh, hook your audience in the newsletter a little bit, like say about what's going on to make them watch this video for more information. It's always good. And I was just going to ask, um, with your step two, you mentioned local versus sort of mass market. I mean, obviously, we're trying to attract local patients. Do you find that there's a difference in how you execute the video to do that? Or do you find it really doesn't matter? People will find you if they're looking for you. Um, yes, there is quite a little bit of difference if you create videos for local clients. So in um, local videos, it's more about your positioning, about like who you are, what you can help with and why they should actually contact you for help. So those videos, like if I'm, for example, if I want to rank as a <coughs> Vancouver nutritionist, for example, I would, you know, I would do due diligence and, uh, you know, explain how I can help them, who I can help, and why they should contact me versus, you know, another practitioner around the corner. Think about it. Why would you? You know, why would you hire yourself? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, also, one thing that people often overlook is referrals. So maybe some of you already have referrals. doesn't matter if it's paid clients or maybe it's one of your um, clients who just use your services because you wanted to practice or whatever. Any kind of work you have done, if you have any testimonials from people, get them in writing Get those emails sometimes that clients send to us saying how great you are. Take a screenshot of them and put it, put it together in a video because very often what people don't realize in this field is people are looking for, you know, for your reviews because they, they want to make sure they're safe because when, when it comes to our bodies, this is like the most precious things for us. So if we entrust it to somebody, we want to make sure it's, it's good. So uh, even though those might not always show showing the results, but things like doctors, dentists, you know, naturopaths, nutritionists, everybody is looking for reviews, at least to check if you don't have bad reviews. But ideally, if you have anything there that can make them do this next step. So you can put those reviews together and just rank it for your business reviews. Just put that in your title and add some social links in description and it, it should be, it's a very good boost to your social presence. So this is all the stuff that we should be doing. Now, what do you find is stopping a lot of naturopaths or clinic owners from just getting themselves out there and marketing themselves well? Um, some Very often people are afraid of, uh, like talking about video in particular, very often people are afraid to just be on camera. It's just, they think it's like, it's going to be scary and all that stuff. But most of the time it's just people overthink it so much because when you do your first video, you'll realize it's absolutely nothing. I, I, I should admit, um, I have not been doing my own videos for quite some time. I've been doing other people's videos and I didn't think it's going to be a thing for me to start doing my own videos. But the first step is always most difficult because you think, oh, you know, things can go wrong. But it's it's not really it's not really an, um, a thing. And again, you can do this with your own cell phone. So 
Nobody's going to see you. You can do a practice round. doesn't have to be live. It can be live if you want, but it doesn't have to be. It's, it's not as stressful as many people perceive. And a uh, second thing is they think it's going to be very expensive. Well, it's not necessarily expensive. If It's only expensive if you choose it to be. If you want a production quality video for your clinic, which you might want to have later on when you're ready for it, you, you can definitely do this. But you can, again, you can start with little personal videos, just giving some advice to people. So it's going to cost you nothing. Right. And it, the most important thing is just getting your message out there, getting, Absolutely. doing the work, just taking the plunge. Exactly. Just remember all the time, it's not about you, it's about your client. That's why you're in business in the first place. And what are some things that we should be cautious of or not do when it comes to marketing ourselves? Um, cautious about when you're marketing yourself. Or with things that we shouldn't do. Like you mentioned, don't um, say your name first. Like start engaging the audience with what the video is about. Are there other things that you find people do marketing-wise or in their videos and you're like, oh, that was not so good? Uh, yeah, like that does not... Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, I know now. <laughs> okay. Yes. So um, don't rely on yourself uh, to, to know what you're going to do, to know what you're going to say on video all the time. Like, oh, I'm going to be good with it. I know what I'm going to say. And then you start just rambling and you get off topic. This is like the biggest thing. If you start rambling, yes, if I see you in person, I will listen to you because, you know, out of respect, first of all. And second, because you're just in person next to me. It's very different interaction. If I see somebody rambling on video, people get tuned out, tuned off so quickly. So make sure every single word, every single sentence that you say, it has to be there. You cannot do without it. So this is like, just cut all the fat, <laughs> cut all the fat. Don't, don't ramble and don't rely on yourself to be able to remember everything when you're going to be on video. This is one thing. And definitely, I think like majority of people will probably not do this, but sometimes it might happen. Just don't talk about, you know, negative stuff about certain things, products, and people. Sometimes people do, but I would not. Uh, because when you say some negative things about people is some sometimes it just doesn't doesn't come across the good people just start perceiving you as a negative person mm -hmm. so you don't want to come across like that now on that topic though people also like to watch videos that are very controversial so how do you stay controversial and exciting without necessarily dredging up some sort of confrontation or not negativity, but a little bit of, you know what I mean? Like playing devil's advocate, sort of. I, I'm not sure I can relate. Can you give me an example? So, for instance, um, Sean Croxton, he's a big nutrition guy on YouTube. And one of his biggest videos was he was completely knocking Oprah for supporting KFC. And that video got tons of views and tons of comments. And it was because he was being very controversial. He's saying something negative about this woman who everybody adores because she's Oprah. So where I'm coming from, is there something to be said about making health videos and um, wellness videos? But if you just keep everything neutral, sometimes it can also be boring and people may not necessarily want to keep engaging with you. So there's something to be said about being a little bit controversial and or a little bit opinionated, but of course without being super negative or bashing anybody. Yeah, I think here is the, the main difference is being controversial versus being negative. Because um, if, you know, if you're being controversial, that means you have something to offer without just saying like, you know, like, I'm good because, you know, all those other people suck. Right. That doesn't really come across very well um, if you just don't, if you have nothing to, to show for it. 
So if you have like, you know, different solution, different opinion, of course, go, go ahead and share it. If you think it's valuable, if you, if you think I would come from, you know, judge everything on, is it going to be helpful for yeah. your potential customers? If yes, go ahead for it. Yeah. So let's say, okay, I'm ready to make a video. I'm going to make mm -hmm. my intro video for my clinic. I have my iPhone. I'm hitting record. I'm recording it. It's no longer than 90 seconds. How long from start to finish does it take me to make a good quality intro video versus hiring someone like yourself who does this professionally? Like what are all the steps that I have to think about outside of the video that you're just like done, done, done? Okay, so um, if you really seriously approach your intro video, you want to do, like, the first step you want to do is check your competition, who is doing what, what kind of reviews they, what kind of reviews they have, what kind of feedback their patients are giving. I would definitely check that. Then I would go do Google search for keywords. So when I just started my um, business, that alone took me anywhere from two to four hours. That's just to get like really solid information about what I need to include in video. Is it location? Is it being on time and having fast results? Or is it anything else? It could be different from city to city, from area to area. So it's, it's always unpredictable in a way. So after that, I would um, take that information and start planning my video based on those those steps. Um, I would plan them in bullet points. So you're looking for another. Now this can be this can vary from person to person. If you're just starting with it, it can take you anywhere from 30 minutes to a couple hours. Depends how good you are with writing and summarizing your thoughts and redoing things. Sure. <laughs> Sometimes people just, you know, redo, redo, redo. And um, after that, you want to do a practice round. Just reading all that information aloud, looking at your notes, probably or not looking at them, and just time yourself. So that's another maybe like 30 minutes to do it a couple of times to see if you're on time with this. And uh, after all of that, uh, if you have somebody helping you, you know, press the button with the record button, button. Uh, it might take you another hour to hour and a half to get a couple rounds yep. to do it well. So we're looking at somewhere between four to five hours. Um, if um, I'm working with my clients, it would take probably a couple hours altogether. Um, we would just, I would just send a um, couple emails back and forward before the shoot. And uh, the, the interview itself would probably be like 20 minutes. And then we would just, the videographer would just take a few um, shots of you working at your space and nice area that you work in. Maybe, maybe a patient that you work with, maybe not just taking a few beautiful pieces. So it's definitely less stressful. I prefer to, right now, I prefer to have a videographer coming over to, to make my own videos because I find it less stressful as well. And also knowing that I have it scheduled motivates me like nothing else. Right. <laughs> That's a huge part of it, for sure. Yeah. Because if you don't schedule it, it just never happens. And you actually will come on site to people's offices and film, yes? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm myself located in Vancouver, but I have videographers anywhere in North America. So I'm able to work with clients through like video chat or Skype before the production for like the pre-production part, which is most important. Yeah. And then one of my videographers would come over on site wherever you are and ask you those questions and film the video. And then how long does the editing process take? So now we've done the, the video, we've taken pictures, we've done all of that. How long does it take to put together this 60 second video, edit it, make it look beautiful? Well, it takes at least two weeks. I say to, to be safe, it's three to four weeks. So it's quite, quite a lot of time. 
because we want to make sure it's engaging. We we have enough footage to make it, you know, to to change it because it's when you don't have the person in front of you, it's not as engaging. So we need to entertain people basically with your video while they're watching you. So I personally don't think I have time to do all of that for a really nice video. So what does it take to reach out to you and hire you? I know we have a special link for everybody who's listening to this podcast, which I will include in the podcast show notes as well as on the website. But what does it take? It just takes calling you up and strategizing and making sure you're the right fit or, or what? Yeah, definitely. I would, um, you can actually find my phone number on my website link over there. Um, you can also, so, um, we have the link for referral video. Yep. So this is definitely first step to have any sort of present for your business, presence for your business. It's very inexpensive, uh, and very effective, uh, way for your business. I know people are, some of my clients are making, thousand percent ROI on that video and that's just like in the first year and it's going to be more the next year and uh, for a quality video definitely call me and uh, let's talk about and see if it's going to be the right fit for your market. Now a regular videographer like yourself how much would this video typically go for from start to finish the pre-planning the actual videotaping and the editing how much is that typically? How much does that typically cost? Yeah. So I know my competitors, uh, which are just production companies, they charge three to four thousand dollars for similar quality video, but they do not do pre-production. Oh Which wow. is I, they do not do any pre-production. <laughs> well, basically, what they say, they have like a fifteen-minute conversation with you on the on the phone, and they just come. And film your video and uh, ask um, generic questions. So what I believe that you don't want to come across generic. So right. I spend I spend like a week of time to understand your business, ask you some questions, try to reveal some golden spots, but you and your personality and how you're helping people to make sure it's revealed in the video. And this is how people connect with you because people don't connect with generic people. They want to know you for some reason. Yeah. And yeah, so I spend a lot of time just actually digging into your business and pulling out all the best that you have. And uh, I charge less than I can just I, I just can say I definitely charge less than my competitors, even though I do this pre-production stage. And you have a special promo offer for everybody who's listening, right? Absolutely. So um, for everybody who's listening, I'm going to offer a 15% discount on any of my services if you're right fit. Amazing. So they just have to say that they came from the podcast, they came from Andrea Maxim, and you're going to hook them up for me. Totally. Cool. (laughs) And then the link to get started with that referral video, as I mentioned, everyone is on the show notes and on the website, so you can get started right away. If you know you want to have a beautiful, attractive video right on the homepage above the fold so that every time a new patient checks out your website, they're hopefully going to pick up the phone or book in with you with your online booking link. And then, as you said, um, you know, get that ROI. We want to beat the 1000% ROI. Yeah. So um, I want to just highlight this um just clarify it a little bit. So the referral video that is on the link, this video is something that I recommend you put on a bodice page, not the homepage. Okay. On the homepage, I would just put an intro video, which is this is not. And this video would basically be ranking on first page of Google if people are looking for your reviews. So imagine somebody has referred you, somebody or you know they, they heard about you from somewhere and they go online and check you know, ABC clinic reviews to see how good you are. And this video is going to be standing out because it's going to be the only video on the Google search page. doesn't matter if you have existing reviews or you don't have reviews or you have maybe not very good reviews. doesn't matter. This video is going to be standing out and people are going to watch it and make decisions based on that to see you. Perfect. 
Thank you. So is there any final words that you have for people that are listening? Uh, my final words is, uh, no matter how you think you are ready for video or for getting any sort of information out that you might have, you might have like an article there that is has never been published or that blog post idea that you keep changing, get it out there because you need to, you need to help people. And, um, the more you do that, the more, the more you will understand you become free and feeling so much better. Amazing. Thank you so much for coming on the show today and helping everybody kind of figure out exactly if they're going to go the video route, this is what they need to do. This is what you need to avoid. I still can't believe 60 seconds to like two and a half minutes is all we're looking for. <laughs> That's insane. Thank you. Thank right. you a lot. Bye, Julia. Good luck with everything. Thanks so Bye-bye. much. Bye-bye. Have a good day. Bye. So I hope you got everything you wanted out of that podcast. I did my best to try to keep everything as linear as possible. I know it was a little bit disjointed. I tried to get all of the DIY stuff there for you, as well as how important it is to sometimes hire a professional to do a lot of that video work for you. So if you are considering doing a intro video for your clinic or that referral video that Julia described, please go to the show notes or the website right now and click on that link and get in contact with her. I mean, there's something to be said about trying to do everything yourself. And I personally can definitely say I feel very overwhelmed with the number of things that I want to do. Sometimes it makes a little bit more sense to just let the professionals do it, make sure they do a good job. And the whole point of doing these videos is to get patients through the door. So don't miss out on this opportunity to contact Julia and at least pick her brain a little bit more on how you can create these amazing videos for your practice. Then once the best videos are created, keep your channel or your Facebook page going with more added value videos that you can create very simply on your iPhone without all the fancy dancy editing. If you want to talk strategy with me, I definitely encourage you to go to the website www.maximizedbusiness.ca and go to work with me in the header tabs and therefore I can have a 30 minute strategy call with you. We can brainstorm sort of what you want to do, who your ideal patient is, so that way you can engage with them a lot better in your videos and become that expert that everyone is wanting you to be. Other than that, guys, I can't wait to see the videos that you start creating. Tag me in them so I can see them for myself because there's nothing more that I want for you than to be highly successful and use these free internet marketing tools to your advantage. This is Andrea Maxim with the Profitable Practice Podcast, and I'm out. You guys are killer. Thank you as always for listening to the Profitable Practice Podcast. Leave me a comment and if you haven't already, I would love a review in iTunes. Definitely subscribe to this podcast and leave me a quick review. For those ready to maximize your practice, contact me at www.maximizedbusiness.ca.